And uh, well, hello everybody out there in uh, music video land. Uh, welcome to episode 104 of the Music Video Land podcast. Um, brought to you by your super good friends here at IMVDB, the Internet Music Video Database. My name is Adam Fairholm. I type things into the Internet Music Video Database for a fake job. And uh, with me as usual, um, who also has a fake job, is Mr. Doug Klinger. How are you, Doug? Doing super good, just keeping my fake job going. Um, with Pompano Beach, home of KFC. And then we have, uh, in all the way up there in Canada, uh, Mr. Adam Alexander of Fringe Music Fix. Doug, uh, or, sorry, Adam, how are you doing? I'm cool. I'm cool. Oh, that's a new one. Um, usually you just say you're good, but you're cool now. That's good. I'm cool tonight. Specifically and, cool tonight. <laughs> and then with us on this episode, we have a special guest. We have Colleen Curlin from the LA Music Video Festival, director specifically, if you want to go with titles, director of industry and media relations. Colleen, how are you doing? I'm doing really good. Thanks for having me, you guys. Yeah, thanks for joining us because you, yeah. guys, you, you guys are in your, this is your fourth year, correct? Yeah, we're headed into our fourth year. We decided to break our own rules a little bit. We moved it from May to October this year. So we're still in planning mode and getting everything together, but we're excited to be have come this far and headed into year four. Yeah, and what did you, why did you guys decide to move the date? You know, it was a combination of a lot of different things. Um, kind of the long, the short of the long story is that we felt like we were competing with a lot of other festivals, including LA Film Fest, which is in June. Um, and because we've got a big student population that comes out to the festival, we thought that it would be better to have them back in school and in their semester as opposed to trying to fight the summer holiday um, start date and which we were running into a lot and it was it's it's not a it's not a very good answer but <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that somebody had blackmailed you guys or <laughs> there was some, yeah there's some something deep but we'll t- we'll we'll take that um, well we can discuss the underbelly of the music video <laughs> festival ring that we <laughs> were part of because <laughs> no. Doug went what, what what year did you go and you moderated a panel Doug like 2012 I think yeah, and then and then obviously you and I both helped um, judge last year, and I and I went last year as well, and I and it's super fun, and and plan to go this year in October too. It'll be the, it'll be uh, the first time I've been in Los Angeles in October, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it doesn't feel much different than May, so you're no probably not. <laughs> probably not. People uh, costumes, I'll wear a costume because oh good, you do that in October. Sure, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you guys have different. Um, categories for all the submissions and, and all the screenings actually and one of the things you guys are doing new this year is adding which I'm really interested in is adding lyric videos as a category yeah we're excited too there's always one sort of wild card category the first year it was comedy then it was live last year for live music videos or sort of um, non-traditional music videos and then this year we've sort of been watching the trend of lyric videos coming up and how artists big and small are getting really creative with them so we wanted to give an opportunity for these um, directors who are you know sometimes more animated driven or maybe not even the official video but it seems to be something that people are doing more and so we wanted to give it its own category this year I know you guys um, take take submissions. You get submissions from all sorts of people. You get them from yeah. um, directors and, and people who made the video. Get them from production companies and that kind of thing as well. Where, do you know is specifically for the lyric videos? Are, are they coming? Do you find from any specific source? No, they're actually coming from all over the place. It's it's um, being one of our newer categories. It's not as heavily submitted to as like our narrative or non-narrative. But we're getting some great submissions from all around the world, which has been really exciting. Um, I just watched one from Saudi Arabia the other day. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, so we're getting them from all over the world. It's kind of cool. And you also have an unofficial category, which is interesting, because sometimes we'll, we will get you know submissions <laughs> to the database, and we have to unfortunately reject them, even though they're really like awesome, high-quality videos, because for whatever reason, they were not made outside of the you know the artist commissioning them I guess right um, and so is that in terms of like submissions do you get a lot of submissions for the unofficial category it's more and more every year it's actually it's something Doug and I talked about um, a couple of years back it's one of our favorite categories Sammy and I um, because 
you're getting videos made by people just for the love of making them, either making them as, a, as the video or just because they love the artist. And so these videos don't really get to get seen by a lot of people, and sometimes they're the most heartfelt and the most thoughts been put into them. Like, obviously, none taking none away from the official videos for any artist, but they're kind of special because it sort of touches to the mission of the festival in general, which is just to celebrate music videos as and an art form. And it's definitely a way for people to get in to it, the unofficial music. I mean, if you look, the the last year's winner was Norton, yeah. Yeah. who who's like basically killing it now. He was on killing last it. week, last week for his Danny Brown video, and so yeah, um, yeah, to go from you know, obviously he he was working pretty. Uh, he by the time he won that, he was already starting to do some pretty serious work. But yeah, that that was his way of kind of breaking in was through that unofficial video, and then he ended up winning um, winning with you guys, and now he's yeah, he's killing it. Yeah, so. he was when he submitted it. He was still unsigned with representation, and then it was quickly after that. Like you said, it's been killing it. And we've seen that with a couple of other directors too. There's a guy named Ryan Patrick that did a couple cut copy videos that are amazing. Um, and I think I just read the other day that he got signed to some representation company. It's escaping me right now, but it's kind of cool to see these names um, travel and, and watch them grow and see them doing more and more really stellar work. Yeah, because sometimes we'll get people who, I guess one of the number one questions, not that anybody's asking us questions, but you know, <coughs> that, what that we that we see are people who want to direct music videos, but they don't really know how to get into it. Um, yeah. And the answer, you know, is always, I think from everybody, is just to do music videos. I think for every director we've ever encountered, that's how they get into it. Some of them are lucky. They know an artist. You know, sometimes they know artists that are, you know, really famous, um, and they get into it that way. But you know, doing an unofficial video is is also a really good way to to get experience. Yeah, it totally is, and we get really excited to see directors go from student to our narrative categories, which happened a couple times in the past years. And some of the videos from unofficial are sourced through these other. I guess organizations that are doing like Radar Music Videos does a really cool program where they solicit unofficial music videos and it's like a competition and um, it's a it's a good opportunity if you can get the artist to give you the music then all the better but if you love and you want to make music videos you just go for it I mean the internet is a vast place to put something so might as well just go for it uh, and so I was curious, every, you know, obviously I, I look forward to coming to the fest every year, not just for the screenings, but for all the other things that you guys do um, at the fest. You know, you guys have panels and, and all sorts of stuff like that, um, uh, live performances that are uh, that accompany music videos and, and all sorts of stuff. Do you guys have any of that stuff uh, for October lined up yet? Or are you still in the planning processes of that? We're still in the planning processes. I think we really want to do um, our Life's a Pitch program or contest that we did last year, which was really exciting. Um, we kind of took a new form last year where we had a band from Red Bull Records, and Red Bull Records sponsored the competition. We had five directors pitch their treatments. The whole idea for the contest is that directors pitch a treatment directly to the band. Um, so there's no middleman, and it's sort of they do it in front of our live audience, like in the auditorium, and it's kind of a cool opportunity for people to see kind of how that treatment pitching and commissioning process really kind of goes. Um, the twist that we had last year was that Red Bull sponsored it um, with a budget, and so the band Five Knives picked the treatment that they wanted to make, and the directors had 48 hours to make it. So they pitched on Wednesday and we screened the video on Saturday at the closing night of the festival. So it was wild and really awesome. <laughs> it was, it was really awesome. And not, not a go. Those are the guys who yes, yes. won. Yes. Um, yeah. And there's an interview. We did an interview with them uh, soon afterwards. So Very if you cool. guys want to learn about that process, anyone listening, uh, that'll be linked in the show notes. Our interview with Nautico about their their process of live pitch. You guys are going to do that again. Um, are you going to try to do it do it a similar way? If you can, try to get a music video made in a weekend because that was that was pretty awesome. I think so. We're we'd like to. Yeah, we'll just have to see um, if the days pan out. <laughs> and I guess it depends on the artist too, right? I mean, yeah, because exactly. they. I know. Some artists are loose cannons. It may maybe you could do a life pitch with a completely loose cannon artist. 
that who is like for the entire you know forty eight hour shoot is you know over the shoulder of of directors. Um, <laughs> just like not letting him do stuff. Yeah, just calling like, for reshoots. Yeah, we got to reshoot this whole thing. Only if Doug will promise to like work the fan. If, if it's, oh, all day. <laughs> I know that I'm good. I'm great at that stuff anyway. So perfect. Uh, I'm yeah, great, I'm it. great at I'm fan work. Um, <laughs> we'll link to my fan work page um, in the show notes as well. I have a yes. website dedicated. <laughs> www.dougsfanwork.com. Dougsfanwork.com. It's a Tumblr. It's a Tumblr. That's cheaper. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So we have we have that planned, and then you know our our goal this year, being our fourth year, is we really. We've really worked really hard and we've made a lot of connections and sort of built this community around the music video industry and directors specifically, but we really want to branch out and connect with musicians more than we ever have before. So we're working on some specific programs to involve the bands and artists um, on, a, on a deeper level and that might be in the panels and obviously performances. And so we're, there's a lot of ideas on the table that we're... And you hoping to, to have it? Last year was four nights, um, which was twice as long as the year before. Yeah. Are you hoping to keep it four nights and 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 you know have a, have a full kind of couple of days of 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 activities and events? Yeah, right now it's scheduled for October second through fourth, so it's going to be three days. But um, we're talking about doing a special performance that will either happen within those three days or maybe even on the fourth day. So, TBD. Nice. Sweet. I, yeah, I would think that since it is what is it April now and it's October. Doug's mm-hmm. like, what are you guys gonna do? Who's 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 booked? I don't even know <laughs> what I'm doing this weekend. I'm looking for hard facts. Okay? <laughs> I'm looking, not looking to break any news. I'm just curious what they've got in the cards. I knew that they were probably still still planning stuff. I don't know anything. I don't, yeah. I don't even have clean clothes to wear tomorrow. So it's a very fair <laughs> question. It's a very fair question. We definitely want to try some new stuff. We've we've always wanted to do a hands on workshop, and we've so we've been talking about maybe doing an editing workshop or um, kind of a post effects kind of thing where we you know we're just throwing it out there but we'd love to have the Daniels come and give a discussion about post effects and editing since those guys are the masters of that so things yeah. like that we're, we're, we're looking to keep the structure the same but trying some new things to see um, see how people respond to them Daniels if you're listening we know you did it for, <laughs> vi- for Vimeo in 2012 well, it was so. a little bit but they just kind of talked but they have done it for omg they taught little kids how to do it so like it's the same thing exactly, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you guys do month monthly like uh director showcases as well yeah we do what's called what we like to call the lambf spotlight and um we started it a little over a year ago um it's a monthly thing where we feature one director and they come in and they show a couple of their own videos and then some videos that have inspired them. And then the coolest part is that we encourage them to invite their collaborators for a kind of informal Q&A, but it's more between them and it kind of turns into a candid conversation between the directors and you know some of their crew that they don't you don't normally get to hear from. So it's the stylist or their production designer or the... DP or you know the AD which was really fun like the Daniels did one and they invited all those guys up there and it turned into like a stories from behind the scenes and they had photos and it became a very revealing show and tell um that was kind of fun for us to all watch because you get to see that camaraderie that start to develop obviously working together so it's they're kind of unique events and I think what I really like to see is the inspiration videos that they show and you get to sort of see how their creativity is molded from the things that they're seeing. And Those first ADs, they are relentless. I would like to see a lot more with the <laughs> first ADs. They submit like more stuff to IMVDB than like any other position. I think maybe other than director. But really? if, a, if a first AD gets a hold of the site, they're going to add every every single credit that they've ever had. Um, you know, sometimes numbering in like the you know seventy five credits at a time. So first ADs out there, we appreciate you. Thank you for and, and those dudes, those dudes and and uh, lady dudes are intense. First yeah, ADs, first ADs make it happen. Yeah, they they, do. they they stab people in their place. They're they're always a very impressive crew to watch. So um, uh, also, who was the first? Was it Jesse Fleece? It was Jesse something? Fleece that joined them? Yeah. Yeah. And he is he is on top of his 
shit. <laughs> if I can. Yeah, say he that. basically <laughs> works with. He's he's the first AD to like you know to hero and 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 basically and and Daniels and yeah. and all all the all the bros that make great music videos. He worked and with. He's, all of and them. he's super talented in his own right. He's directed a couple of videos himself, and they're gorgeous. So he's. I think he's got a very bright future. If Reading I can, just one more shameless plug. Yeah, about the, no. like, the the submissions are still open. We are extending it through April 30th is the late deadline. And then if you become a without a box number, it's through June 1st. So there's still lots of time to get your music videos in, especially lyric and unofficial videos for all of those people out there making those. And Nice. Um, I, I just talked to somebody today who just submitted today. Amazing. So they're, they're, it is happening all over the place. Because... You yeah you go to the site you sign up with what out of box and how much is it to submit a video? Um, right now, if you sign up, it's twenty five bucks, and then if you wait till after April thirtieth, it's thirty bucks. So we like to keep it low submission fees. And is there is there um like a, a span of time in which the video had to have been made in order to be considered? Within the past year, we like to okay. make it so then it's in two thousand thirteen two thousand fourteen. Well. I wanted to talk about the, I don't know, the various cases of, uh, what would you call them, Doug? In- intrigue or, I, would, I wouldn't, don't want to say drama, but there's just <laughs> there's just little pieces of, man, I'm not being yeah, able to find a word right now. I'm trying to, you're about to hold on, about. Let, me, let me try that one more time. It's music video controversy. Yeah, yeah thank you, you controversy. Okay. Controversy. We're looking for it. controversy. The, the name of the game this week is controversy on several different levels. And it didn't really start out that way, but it kind of just started to build throughout the week. And I think there's two main things that um, that we could talk about that uh, have to do with music video controversy this week. Because let's face it, every time something controversial happens, we like that. And it, we like when people talk about music videos. Even, exactly, even if it's yeah. controversy. But Definitely. people are really talking about <laughs> music videos right now. It's it true, really yeah. Are. There's lots of it. Like that little Facebook trending topics. Like I, there's music videos right up at the top of that thing right now. They're talking uh, about right. Katy Perry. I, I didn't even and know I, up until right now what, what controversies you guys are talking about. And then you said Facebook. Lots. And I'm like, oh, right, Avril Lavigne. <laughs> Avril Lavigne is the big I read, immediately realized what you guys are talking about. Wait, wait. Well, I'm not even talking about any, any of those. I'm talking about the One Direction thing. Which is oh, that's, that, that's what I'm – Yeah, that's what I was yeah. – I was yeah, me too. Adam threw me. I don't know what I'm talking about. This has come up before, and we're talking about. We'll link to it in the show notes. Um, oh yeah, wow! Took the extra step of not just uh, accusing One Direction and director Ben Winston of plagiarism of their idea. They actually posted a uh, post on their website, ohyeahwow.com, that outlines it in detail. Now we've heard of you know this is something that happens. Uh, Pretty frequently, I think, in the, in the music video industry because of, A, the number of music videos coming out and sort of the um, freedoms that the music video format is given. There is bound to be a little bit of overlap. We've actually posted, uh, you know, interviews with directors and, and the name uh, is not coming to me right now. Doug, maybe it was, um, it. We did an um, interview with Ryan Stake um, a few months ago um, after his major laser sweat music video was accused of plagiarism um, by another, by another smaller electronic music uh, band, uh, group who put out a similar music video that was also called Sweat hashtag Sweat. And so we did a, a interview with with Ryan a couple of months ago for w- with him kind of like proving that he didn't steal their idea that he had sent a treatment off prior to the release of the other video. And so he was able to kind of defend himself with documentation. And he was pretty adamant about about the defense. And so we've been on both sides. We've also seen people on Twitter, like, complain that an idea got stolen. And lots of people would chime in and be like, oh, you know, that's that's the name of the game. It happened to me back in 65. Not 65, but, like, it happened to me in the past. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, people, like, comparing war stories of their ideas getting stolen. And um, basically... The only thing you can do when that happens as a director, if you truly believe your idea to have been stolen, is um, to to bash the other people on the internet. That's that's your only co- course of action because like the directors don't copyright their treatments when they send their treatments off, and so there's kind of like nothing stopping these artists and labels from stealing ideas um, if if they want to. 
And so uh, there was this week. Um, uh, th- there was a claim that One Direction video uh, did did this. Stolt was a stealer, and it was a stealer specifically from the Club Feet "Everything You Wanted" video. And the effect is uh, this effect where um, somebody is walking along the street, and there is a still, you know, completely still version of them in front of them, and they kind of. You know, move along, and they become that version. And that anyway, I'm. I, it's a rotoscope. It's yeah, a rotoscope yeah. image of yeah. them later down the line, like in the sequence that they eventually meet up with. Is the is the effect? That was a much and, better way of explaining. Yeah, that. yeah right. No problem. <laughs> I, I liked both though. We got yeah, the Adam's term good. version, and then we got Doug's version. It was good. It was yeah. It, there's always got to be a version that just trails off and then gives up. Um, <laughs> But this was this was a pretty and, uh, and like I said, we'll link to it in the show notes. And this was a pretty comprehensive thing that wasn't just laying out their case; it was laying out a case for action. At the end of it, it it, it includes the Twitter handles of uh, Ben Winston, the director, director, the production company, um, every member of One Direction, <laughs> and including oh yeah, wow. So they're basically saying like, please badger these people online. Yeah, um, yeah they they up. called them out like it, they populates the tweet with the handle and then the link to their blog and the hashtag <laughs> no direction they call yeah, right. them out <laughs> now has anyone done like a no direction search is it pretty much predominantly oh yeah wow no i'll do it right now let's do it guys let's all do it together great podcast listening people clicking away i imagine that it's probably going to be a lot of uh one direction of- fans getting really angry about it yeah, yeah. yeah. that's 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 like playing with a wasp's nest right there like seriously baiting one direction fans it's not just this it's not just them using the same it's not just the same effect appearing there are like literal moves yeah. with with the effect of in the original video that appear in in this video and now in in the original version that's basically the whole video they just do d- through different vignettes of this happening and in the one direction video it's basically just the third act that is um that is what they're doing but it's it's still pretty similar and i don't know if you guys noticed there was also um last week there was like a a video called um i think it's called girl walking or something like that that had some similarities to the 24 hours of happy pharrell video did you you guys catch that actually the the girl talk uh the girl talk video is older it's a little bit over a year old but yeah there were definitely some claims that uh that happy uh kind of uh copped that one a little bit now so here's the thing she's basically like her basically the girl walk claim is essentially just that like pharrell stole her moves like that's basically it i mean like the idea there's a bit more to it though that because the premise of the girl walk uh, video was that they were filmed for 24 hours walking around dancing to uh, the full album in its entirety which so that was, was, is somewhat similar. It was, so it was also a 24 hour thing in the girl walk thing I didn't remember. I don't well work. it was filmed for 24 hours but it wasn't like the, it wasn't like no, the, of course the video was at 24 hours long but they it was filmed over a day like that too because otherwise like nobody has ownership over like the idea of like walking towards the camera as the, right. as the camera person backs up like you can't own that stuff and you can't own dance moves either and and you know the the pharrell video is literally a day long and so to find two minutes of them doing the same dance moves in a day is is not that crazy but the fact that it, the other one was a day long too uh yeah. that, and, that's and you can find uh you can find a similar side by side just like uh what they've done with the club feet video and and they're shot in a similar context and style as well there there are some similarities i don't know that it's a ripoff but but they do resemble each other for sure i think there's a difference between inspiration and and just completely taking it and and putting it to an artist two minutes of of over a thousand minutes is a very small percentage it's less than one percent and so like you're going to see less than one percent influence in music videos all the time and so uh, I don't know. It, this is tough water to to get into. Adam and I always kind of grapple with whether or not we should be tweeting about this stuff. I think talking talking about it on the podcast like this is is the right place for it. I don't I don't think we necessarily should be fanning any flames because what what do we know? Ben Winston is is like it's not like he's got a history of stealing or anything like that. And so like 
other than this, the effect being the same, there isn't any like previous grounds. Ben Winston is a very talented guy uh, who makes great music videos for One Direction. So, you know, it's not like it's like, oh, Ben Winston's stealing again. So, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't think I would can can get behind anyone's claims. But it is interesting, I think. What I think is really interesting, too, is that what's kind of the problem for me uh, at the root of all this is the disparity between like the artists and the budgets and the things that are thrown into this. And so a lot of the times these inspired or references or, you know, albeit plagiarism go completely unnoticed. So I think what's really interesting that Oh Yeah Wow is doing is that they are, they're just blatantly calling it out and they're starting their own campaign and they're not going to go out, go down without a fight, even if it's not, you know, even if it's a blip and it's not in the conversation tomorrow, they, they're not going to take it lightly, which I think is an interesting turn for directors to kind of go up against each other. You're right, because there, we've seen, you know, personally, directors who have shared their stories with us confidentially about, you know, times when they've been, you know, very blatantly ripped off. Totally. And they didn't have any recourse, and it was, you know, we, we've seen how frustrating that can be. You know, there is really nothing they can do. I mean, this is this is the the way they take action. This is the kind of the modern, uh, you know, way to do it. Here's everybody's Twitter handle, you know, including Ben Winston, who has like something like 212,000 followers, um, which I think a lot of them are probably One Direction fans. Uh, you know, maybe not all of them, but a good portion of them are, are One yeah, Direction fans. Yeah, because he, he works with them frequently. Right. Yeah, yeah, he's a very... Usually when a One Direction video comes out, it's, it's going to be a Ben Winston video. Um, I think there's... You know, because we've seen this going back years. Like, remember when Romain Gavris was uh, calling mm -hmm. out Melina Matsukis for stealing a treatment? Um, you know, it happens at every level, from the treatment side all the way down to the, the finished product. And I guess something, so I come from the kind of development world and the, the kind of crisis that's happening over there is the idea of patent trolls, people who hold patents or companies that hold patents for ridiculously basic things like um, accessing, you know, logging into something that manages your money. Um, they'll own a patent for that. And then they'll go, you know, go ahead and, um, you know, extract money out of companies that are doing any sort of online banking or online, you know, mo you know, anything to do with money. Um, and, you know, there's a big conversation going on about what ideas can you say are yours and can you say to somebody else, hey, you stole that from me or, hey, I own that. So a lot of times there, it's tough because there are these elemental things like this one effect or this one, um, you know, piece or this move or this concept. And I think right, it's, where it's, it's just close enough. And, yeah, exactly. Or they bury it in the last half of the video, and so you don't, you know, you don't see it right at the top. It, and there's this mean, a really uh, blurred like, I, line. I but yeah, I haven't seen that exact effect used before myself, but I'm sure that the club feet video is not the first thing to do something like that. No, I've, se I've, se I've seen it. I've seen it in a, there's a Stally video. Um, um, uh, the guys, the director's escaping me now, Adam, we had him on the podcast. Um, but anyway, it's a very similar effect. Um, Stally's kind of just walking around being, being a cool rapper and he, there are other versions of him and he kind of walks into them and, 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 makes them disappear so the idea of walking into a rotoscope version of yourself down the line is not new however there are like the jumping off the box thing right. is it which is like the main screen grab on the on the no direction page uh is is very very similar very very similar walu yeah walu's go on video and it's a great video and it's got that it's got a lot of the same it's similar things and i don't think you know i don't think anyone you know i don't think any of but he was stealing from the Walu video. I just, uh, yeah, it's the same effect. But Adam, I'm glad you you brought up patents because I really wanted to talk about Monsanto and their seed patenting thing. <laughs> so let's let's jump on that for a little bit. Um, just shift directions. Yeah, just really quick. Just bring bring everyone to where we want to talk to. And the title of podcast 104 is Seed Patents. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, we should transition a little bit to sure. some music videos and my transition. Was that? I think we should we can because there are a lot of videos that came out this week um, from people who have LA Music Video Fest ties. So I think we should yeah, we are. should go we should go through some of those. 
Well, one of them who has to be Dugan O'Neill, correct? Well, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of folks. Dugan is certainly one of them. Well, you, take, direct- well, you take us through it, Doug, then. Well, I mean, should I just tick off all of the ones at least that I recognize from this week with LA Music Video Fest ties? There are two music videos from this week, one directed by and one starring Eric Wareheim, who two years ago was the keynote speaker at the LA Music Video Fest. Um, yeah. Lamar and Nick had a video come out this week. Lamar and Nick um, were uh, two years ago in the student yeah. competition. Mm-hmm. And Indeed, then... Yeah. Right, and then Dugan O'Neill, um, who also has um, appeared in a winning video and had videos also um, shortlisted, yeah, directed He's and appeared. definitely a friend in- of the past, yeah. Right, right, and also was on the comedy panel that I um, that I led, that I was the, the mic holder at um, <laughs> two years ago. So, uh, so yeah, Dugan O'Neill is a big friend of the fest as well, and he directed a video and also appears briefly in the Pharrell Williams, Marilyn Monroe music video, along with David Wilson. Randomly, both those guys are in that video. So um, those are the the ties, the festival ties that I I saw from this week. I think that covers it, right? It does, yeah. We we had Danny Lockwood, who is the commissioner um, for all of Katie's videos. Oh, he's the co-director's birthday. Right, he was a panelist uh, in our very first year on our like Business of Music videos panel. Um, and it's kind of cool to see him directing videos now. Yeah, he he, he works Katy Perry a lot, and yeah, so yeah. that's that's another one. that's another major tie. So boom, lots of ties. <laughs> Good that's week. So, so who do we start with? Let's start with let's start with uh, I don't know. Uh, Adam already started talking about Dugan a little bit, so let's talk about those. Let's talk about the one that he directed first, um, which is Energy, spelled N R G, um, by Duck Sauce. This is a super fun video. Uh, yeah. who, who who loved this video? Me. <laughs> I loved it. I uh, it reminded me in college. Just a little anecdote in college, we used to watch infomercials super late night, just because it's you know obviously the energy of those people and the enthusiasm is so unnatural. So when you're watching it at an ungodly hour, and so it just totally hit home for me because just, you see them sitting watching this absurd product that these people are pushing like there's no tomorrow <laughs> so it seemed only right to send it to like this ridiculously fun duck sauce song um, <laughs> it didn't make and any it's, sense <laughs> and it, star- it stars John C. Daly from who you might people might know from Kroll Show um, and other comedy related things that you can watch uh, he's fantastic in this video he, he, he is able to embody the characteristics that you're kind of talking about that that um, enthusiasm, he's he's able to do it uh, very well, and um, and this video's got a little bit of a of a Tim and Eric vibe to it as well. What I think is really kind of is genius is the casting, which is kind of the key to the Eric Tim and Eric videos too, or Eric Warham's videos. So I think he always does such a good job casting the people in his videos, and they can really pull off his vision of making it funny and almost satirical, but never taking it over the top. So it always feels kind of real, and you're just sort of makes you smile and makes it really shareable. And then there's Duck Sauce, who, you know, we... Big Bad Wolf by Duck Sauce, um, directed by right. um, Key Schofield, is one of those videos that we've revisited over and over again. It's kind of an internet-famous video, if you haven't seen it. I uh, direct you to it. And that has both the guys from Duck Sauce in there, and they are, like, music video troopers, when it comes to their videos, because they're not only the guys watching this, the um, the video, they're in the infomercials as like right. the assistants and in a, a few other places. So <laughs> another thing you should notice, Adam, you mentioned the Big Bad Wolf video. <clears throat> At least one of the dudes that have a head for a penis in the Big Bad Wolf video is is in the energy video dancing around. There's like a crazy house party that shows up in the middle of this um, infomercial. And uh, in, in the house party, the, one of the bearded guys from the Big Bad Wolf video, he's up in it, making it happen, getting down and funky. He doesn't have a, a pe- he doesn't have a penis head. He has a, a head penis. He just has a regular one. Uh, but, but how would you know? I guess is I don't know for sure. But he doesn't have like a, a head bulge in his pants. Right. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on outside of that. But I do know he doesn't have a head there. There's no head there. We could be seeing the beginnings of some sort of music video dynasty, including Doc Sauce, because they do seem to take their videos very seriously, and Dugan is uh, pretty 
ridiculously awesome choice yeah. for a music video like this. Totally. Yeah, it's great. I love the idea, the fact that A-Track is wearing his cool hat even though he's in pajamas. Just something I noticed right there in the screenshot. <laughs> A-Track rocking a hat even though he's in pajamas. But yeah, um, uh, let's uh, since we're since we're on the subject of Dugan, let's go to Pharrell Williams, Marilyn Monroe. And on the subject of hats. And on the subject of hats. Because yeah, if we're talking know. about cultural <laughs> appropriation, this could be the cruelest cultural appropriation of all. The appropriation of the Cana- Canadian Royal Mounted Police hat. You have two podcast <laughs> people here who are Canadian, unless, Colleen, you are not Canadian, are you? I am not. I'm okay, not. then we're fifty percent Canadian here, and I am outraged at the. Are you? <laughs> yeah, because not only has Pharrell, because he leaned into this, right? I mean, I don't know if it, that was his plan all along. He started wearing the hat at the Grammys, and then I feel he like he had the, to know. Yeah, well, oh, I think, no, I think yeah. he totally leaned in. I think he was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> I need one in every color, please. <laughs> right, any color that's ever been made. God, they're so stupid. They're like cartoonish. It is cartoonish. I mean, whatever. He pulls it off. You, we get it. We get it, Pharrell. You're a cool man. But like, so what? I'm sorry. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I really like the girl album, though. Can we just say that real quick? His album is really good. But yeah, uh, it's good. So is this what, video. So, yeah. So this video is this video is a lot of fun. Uh, I'm surprised. I don't know. Whenever I see a video that just seems to be just like completely decorated in in objectified women, I always think like, oh, where's the push? Where's going to be the pushback for this? You know, everyone gets upset for cultural appropriation. What about like just butts in the screen? Nothing. And so uh, you guys, is there a reason for that? Do you think that they do something in this video that's more tasteful or, or different that 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 proves me wrong that all the ladies in this video aren't kind of objectified? Uh, well, yeah, the lady I mean, in the group. Yeah, please. I, you know, I wasn't, I didn't feel the, I didn't feel objectified. I didn't feel that the girls were objectified. Maybe it's because Pharrell's just got that smoothness that you just sort of let it fly. But, you know, it was, to me, I'm like, okay, great. He's got all these women that look really different. And they're all really beautiful in their own unique way. And I'm like, why don't, okay, but they all sort of have, okay, they're all really, like, thin and perfect. And they're still... <laughs> They might be unique, but there's still lots of girls in the video. So it's kind of lost me at the end. I'm with you. I By the end of it, I was like, okay, I got it. <laughs> well, yeah, and I, I love the I, – I love – I think the video is great and very entertaining, and I, I always get excited when I see Dugan in a video, which happens fr- frequently, actually. This is like the second or third video from just this year that he's been in. Um, but, uh, you know, I just I, – I can't help but, but be – be aware of that stuff happening as well. I, I was really entertained by the video, and I think it's pretty good for the song. I mean, he says the like the this chorus is just him saying the word "girls" over and over again, so it's it's pretty it's present in the song, and it so it should be present in the video. But like, yeah, the none of the women characters ha- have much depth. They they're just b- beautiful. No. They're part Things. of the production design. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and it's gorgeous for this video. <laughs> and they are kind of literally, especially when they have that red, Absolutely. white, and blue section. They are, they're they all dressed up in red, white, and blue. And it's funny because you say like Pharrell is so smooth because the, like, the first full minute of this video is dedicated to showing us how smooth Pharrell is. Because he, he mm-hmm. comes, there's this kind of this like th- um, fourth wall breaking, I guess. Where he comes into the dance studio and he greets Dugan and is it Dave Wilson done? Yeah, and and then he immediately turns to the ladies and it, we just get like a power montage of him to like charming these ladies like only Frell can do in his giant mountie hat. <laughs> um, and then I thought Kelly Osborne uh, did a, a a good job in this. I was happy to see her in this because she's you know she's, she's in a happy video. She is in the happy video, but she okay, had kind of a right. more starring role in this um, because she's featured well, right, on the track. Well, right, it would be kind of impossible to have a starring role in the happy video. And I actually ignore her, in, especially because she comes just before Daniel's in that in the 24 hours of happy video. So I'm always just fast-forwarding through Kelly Osbourne to be like, where is Daniel's going to dance? So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, hmm, that's okay. her. She, that's... She's... She's in that video. Uh, well, whatever. I don't care about <laughs> Kelly Kelly Osborne at all. What do I give a shit about Kelly Osborne? Um, uh, uh, but but she is in this video and she talks and stands. So yeah, that's true. She's all right. So so I was wrong. Total bit. 
There's one lady in this video who does who does have personality and isn't a, isn't completely objectified, and that's Kelly Osbourne. Now it's worth <laughs> saying, like Pharrell's been going around doing so, like being being a weirdo about like women with this album. The album is called Girl, and it's a and ladies are a central theme of the album. Yeah. And he's been well, like going around giving interviews, talking about Hillary Clinton and just really weirdo shit. And uh, and so I don't, it's think it's, I don't think it's a secret that Pharrell loves women. Like, <laughs> he does. Right. He's, a, he's, right. a big old, he's a big old fan of women. And um, like, even uh, in NERV great. days. <laughs> sure, definitely, definitely. Right. And you know, and if we're and if we're if we're looking at the history of Pharrell with like you know music like the lap dance music video where it's yeah. just in a strip club with naked women whose like faces are blacked out, like like not even like you're or just hypnotize sick, you, naked. Or where they're just right hypnotize you, they're just laying around right the house. Right. Yeah. So, so this is several, several, you know, steps up in from the basement from there, and and I love the lap dance video too, obviously because it's awesome. But uh, and, and let us not forget that uh, Pharrell is, you know, was in the, um, you know, objectified woman, you know, dinner conversation piece of 2013. Um, the blurred Shit. lines video. Yeah, he just pops up all over the place, and it. Mm-hmm. And I, I do agree. If if somebody asked me, you know, does Pharrell love ladies? I have to say yes. <laughs> Which is fine. I it's mean... fine. Nothing wrong with that. But yeah, and I, but I like this. This this is one of my favorite tracks from Girl. I, I may be on the other side of the fence. Yeah, I thought Girl you. Girl was a little on the album as a whole was a little bland but i uh, i like this oh, i like this yeah, track you're on the other side of the fence <laughs> you are my favorite song is lost queen it's a fun one i like it uh adam alexander give us a few bars of lost lost queen oh i can't do that <laughs> I, I have not had enough beer for that oh uh, that's a bummer catch you on catch you on a dry night um i want to talk about um Jesus for a minute by Lily yeah. allen cuz this is a video that Doug that Doug Put the director name in for without even without even no he just guessed it he just guessed it he's, were we he right, saw it. we were right yeah we were, we were, we were right, right. he was given yeah, no for signature <laughs> yeah he's, he's Rob Mercy was given no credit um was given no credit in any place I still don't think the that there is a director credit in the video description uh now there is oh wow they put it in there afterwards. It's they there now. It from you, from IMBD, <laughs> from us, from our guests, and uh, <laughs> this is b- basically classic Rough Mercy. This Jesus video, totally. uh, Rough Rough sure. Mercy, who's got a lot of hip hop roots, um, has been kind of emerging lately as also being awesome at working with like a single female pop star. Which it's either rappers or single female pop stars that Rough Mercy's worked with so far. And yeah, I think uh, I think it's a really. Um, Fantastic job with this with this video as well as the other ones he's done. I I can come in on the other side. I don't get me wrong. I love Rough Mercy. I love what they do. I think it's really unique and interesting. And like the case of the Danny um, Brown video, it totally fit his aesthetic and the you know the the sound of the song. I would have loved to have seen another kind of video for this song. I just think it's such a good track with the lyrics and. What she's actually talking about, it would have been. I don't know. I feel like it would have been really cool to see a more narrative style um, and see what she would have done with, you know, the storytelling that yeah, she lays out in, 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 the, in the verses. So, like, like she, her heart out here video that she did is just so on point and so like awesome um, from her. So I would have, I would have liked to see something like that. It is. It does too. seem. Very different themed. The uh, obviously the hard out here video is fantastic, and and her air balloon video directed by Vat Go is also like, it's it's very colorful and bright, yeah. and kind of like the hard out here video. This is definitely a very different theme, very different thematically than the than the last two videos from this same album, which is going to is the title track from the album. The album right. is going to be called Jesus. Really? And, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How funny is that? She's called it Jesus. Yeah, that's which is great. Um, um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I like it. I'm a Rough Mercy fan. Obviously, I think that might have something to do with it. Uh, why I, I like kind of just was on board with this. Like, yep, this works perfectly. I don't get what you're saying. This is neat. 
Um, uh, but yeah, that makes sense that that it doesn't quite align with the things that she's talking about. You know, well, you know maybe that's what she a, wanted uh, to do. Maybe she thought the songs stood on its own feet, so why not give a visual that's not what's expected? So I know I totally love her yeah. and love her of mercy. I just I think it would have been funny. I would have, I, I would be intrigued to see what she would put out there. Uh, uh, being being yeah. the title track, I wouldn't be surprised if we get an alternate version. Huh. I could see her dropping another video for it. So you might get that. And also, this album, Jesus, is obviously <laughs> much more self-referential than I think her last two albums have been. Obviously, especially with the, the title track. Or no, the, um, the initial single, which was Hard Out Here. Which is, um, you know basically her talking about herself and so is Jesus and she you know references Lord and Lady Gaga and Katy Perry in the video you know very clearly so it's she's obviously like kind of swinging for the fences for this in terms of not playing it safe and I think that she's you know she's all over the place in terms of music videos which is great I was really really surprised to see this video especially the screen grab when you put it up next to like the air balloon and the heart out here video um screen grabs it just doesn't just look very very different so yeah <laughs> two points for originality to to lily allen um so let's talk about uh maybe one or two more uh adam at least ha- one or two what are you saying adam do Sorry. you um do you have one that uh stood out for you this week um, yeah, I really like the Say Lulu video a lot. Uh, that one came out yesterday, I think. Um, yeah, it did. So that one was directed by Jesse John Jenkins. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of just an awesome, um, if you don't know Say Lulu, they're kind of, uh, an upcoming electronic pop duo. And, uh, yeah, the video is, uh, is basically, uh, this song is called Everything We Touch and basically works on the premise that uh, everything we touch, uh, I guess, kind of turns to gold, that old uh, kind of a story, because they're basically covered in gold for a lot of this video. There's lots of gold in it, for sure, and uh, it kind of ends with some really awesome uh, galaxy, spacey kind of shots near the end. I just, I really just love the video. No narrative, just like really uh, viscerally awesome. Love that one. That was also a pretty awesome one. We were debating internally whether it was Jesse John Jenkins because it was a VO credit, and sometimes those are wrong. But that's true. We were we, re- we received confirmation from Partizan. Thank you, Partizan. Um, yeah, that's an awesome video. We will we will put that in the list um dark video but really uh like shot really dark um Mm -hmm. but lots of lots of pieces of gold so yeah katy perry dark horse or no katy perry birthday Birthday. we we mentioned it briefly in the danny lockwood chat we we mentioned that danny lockwood was part of um, the uh panel in year one lamvf um who also co-directed the birthday video with katy perry with Mark Classfield, and and interestingly enough, before we talk about what happens in this video, I have to also point out that uh, at the end of the video there are there's a big credit roll, there um, credit sequence actually, where they list off about 80 credits, um, and two of those that were really interesting are additional writing credits for Ben Schwartz and Bruce Valanche, which is like, I don't know if that's a lie <laughs> or 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 what the heck, how the heck they got involved. Wow. Ben Schwartz for, I believe this is the same Ben Schwartz from Parks and Recreation um, and uh, other uh, funny television shows and things on the internet. And then Bruce Valanche from like being a comedy writer for a million years. Uh, um, I, I guess they made and it had something to do. This video isn't really written. It's basically Katy Perry playing five different uh, forms of party entertainment, all uh Tragically, you know, all really like weird party entertainment, and at least one of the parties, it appears to be an actual party with with Katy Perry providing um, entertainment and then revealing that she's Katy Perry uh, near the end of the video, and this is her as like a um, 
princess uh, at a child, a girl, a little girl's birthday party, and she's doing like really bad face paint and stuff, and then suddenly she takes her wig off and reveals that she's Katy Perry, and the little girls go nuts. But she's also like an old lady stripper, which I didn't know existed. <laughs> uh, like a really weird, like DJ slash rabbi at a at a bar mitzvah. <laughs> some some kind of weird animal wrangler cowboy person who like has some kind of infat- infatuation with animal poop and then and then like a half-assed clown at clown. a child's birthday party yeah with who like doesn't really care much about the the job just trying to make extra money so those are the characters she plays she only reveals herself as Katy Perry as the as the princess character she's kind of like a like a brain dead Twitter obsessed princess character and basically the video is her just like in these characters at these parties doing weird stuff uh what it's like what a everyone... borat thing right kind of like a kind of like a like a borat yeah. thing yeah sure um and, and to me at least the old folks the old lady stripper one that seems to be uh scripted or at least all actors uh to me um uh, i don't know about you guys do you guys think these were all all borat style or do you think some of these were scripted Near the end, the the old folks' homes seemed to get a little scripted because everyone was all of a sudden on board. I don't know what she could have done to all of a sudden get those people on board with the old lady stripper, but they were all of a sudden dancing along with her. And yeah, so I, maybe there was some scripting near the end. I just don't, I don't believe. Know. I don't believe that anyone would would actually be paying for an old lady stripper. And it's like, <laughs> oh, this is what I need for my for my party is an elderly stripper. Like even old men, if they're paying for a stripper, I'm assuming would would prefer a young stripper still. And plus like she's just doing some crazy shit. She's playing guitar with the dude's leg and stuff. Like it's really <laughs> over the top. Like painting girls' faces poorly at a birthday party. Maybe the parents were in on it and the little girls weren't. That's uh, what I think. I think it was like a everybody was in on it except for one person. Because you look at the bar mitzvah one and it's like you can yeah, tell the family's in on it, but maybe the kid's not. Because yeah, like, what's going on? <laughs> but could you could you imagine what a complete mind fuck it must be to like have like some guy at a bar mitzvah like being a terrible entertainer? And I think that's that's why they probably didn't do the reveals for that because the little girls are gonna recognize Katy Perry. Sure, but it was also probably too much prosthetics. The princess probably had the easiest to just you know reveal herself. The other one, there was tons of makeup and. Yeah, but it'd be as easy to reveal, right? But if you remember, like Candid Camera, like their reveal was like, "Oh, you're on Candid Camera." There has to be some sort of like thing you can wrap your mind around. If like, if somebody you thought was a man, uh, uh, like <laughs> a Jewish man, was like, like ripped their face off and was like Katy Perry, there's like, there's like not a lot your brain can do, especially if you're like, I don't know what age you get bar mitzvah at. 13. 13. 13. Especially, like, if you're a 13 year old male <laughs> and you're like, there's just nothing that you can do. There's, there's, there's really no coming back from that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and I will, I will mention that there is, uh, as one of the credits, one of 80 plus is a, a set medic. And so maybe, like, they had a medic by. It's like, all right, look, you're going to be, like, surprising the heck out of some really old people. So let's make sure to have a medic on site. Just oh, wait, wait. Case. I just thought of something that I, when I watched that it, it didn't really resonate with me. But was there, like, a spontaneous car crash in there somewhere? Or the cloud? Oh, yeah, yeah there is. That shit's fake. Right. All right. You're right. thrown in for no reason? Yeah, you're right. There is a car crash. That, that reinforces, right, there is a car crash, and the other clown comes running out. <laughs> So, and like, where would they, where, what is, how did this happen otherwise? Like, okay, we need to find a bar mitzvah. Let's call our, uh, let's call our kooky rabbi that we always call. Like, what, <laughs> what would be the scenario in which this happened otherwise? You know what I mean? Because they could make a set look like a birthday party, but really all it is is like the, these parents, because it's easier to like, to trick the little kids but tell the parents what's going on like for the little kids like they strike me as the only people in this video who who didn't know what's going on ahead of time were the were any like little kids because you can tell their parents what's up but like any adult that you see in this video uh knows the deal but but i just want to go back quickly to adam's point about what mindfuck 
specifically the rabbi character is. And I, I saw this because I went through at the very, very end of the video and you have to go past the credits roll to get there. And the credits roll is like a minute long. This is an eight minute video. And the credits roll at the, be at the end is like eight minutes long um, of just like Katy Perry dancing around as these characters, like doing just funny dances as the credits are going. And then at the very end, after the credits, it's Katy Perry in her underwear um, with, with a guitar that's clearly like a blow-up guitar from a bar mitzvah. Um, and she's still got the man face, man face makeup, man hairy chest, but then like Katy Perry, like huge boobs and lady body. And she's just like dancing around and it's the creepiest fucking thing I have ever seen. Well, that's maybe not ever seen, but it was incredibly creepy, unexpected and, uh, I, and, and uh, insane. And so, yeah, I, I understand because, uh, like, imagine if that's her reveal as that character. <laughs> Instead of ripping her face off, she just rips her clothes rips off. Clothes off. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> lady body, like. But so the, the the conversation going around on the internet is 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 whether this and kind of the videos from uh, Prism are any good. I mean, calling did you enjoy this video? I you know I think it's refreshing that a pop starlet is not taking herself too seriously. I think that's the most refreshing thing about Katy Perry. But what was kind of interesting to me is that I thought it was really felt like a piece of branded content, Katy Perry being the brand, um, considering how long it was and everything. But, I mean, I enjoyed it. It was a nice smile, um, especially after that tobacco video. <laughs> I, had to oh. and, I had to go back and watch that again just to sort of wipe the brain clean after that. The brain bleach. Well, it's it's like, and Katy Perry is sort of the master. She's like the, how the, the Native Americans and the buffalo. I mean, she uses every part of the album, right? So she's going to, Prism is like an album that she's going to go through every single single and every single single is like t uh dedicated to a specific time of the year i mean this is the early summer single um and there are like very tight um correlations between um prism and teenage dream even down to a lot of people made similarities between the themes of the music videos that have come out for prism and teenage dream so we'll probably get how you do or how we do at the end of the summer like late like june early july um, and we'll probably get a a video that like this. They're saying the correlation for this would be like the last Friday night video, um, which I don't think this is as fun as last Friday night. I think uh, it has a f fun concept, but eight minutes is a little tough for this. It's uh, it's fun to watch her play the those roles though, like like the Friday night video. She she's kind of good at pulling off those silly Saturday Night Live style roles. I find for for a, a musician. She's fun outside, enough to watch. Outside of the, um, you know, and I, I highly respect your opinion, Adam, but outside of the rabbi, I uh, I didn't think she killed any of these other characters. I don't know. That's just me. Uh, well, maybe more than, like, some another pop star might. I'm not right, saying yeah, I guess Kristen that's your wig, but maybe right. more so than, than, you know, like, probably better than maybe Britney Spears could do. Or, okay. That's, that's right. I don't know. Britney Spears poured milk on her face in a Corvette. On a, a uh, that's a great video. video when she does that part and that in that <laughs> video too, where she's like, "Fuck you, fuck you, you're cool." When she does that line, this is another Chris Mars Palero video that you're talking about. Uh, she was she did it there. Uh, refreshing to see a pop star doing this kind of crazy shit, especially like Katy Perry's like a sex symbol and she's dressed like a man and stuff. Like this is cool. I'm I'm cool with that whole thing. This is a fun, lighthearted video um, to watch. Eight minutes way too long. Eight minutes way too long. And there's a big Vivo push for this song. She did a lyric video where she at least makes an uh, appearance in um, in the lyric video, and there was also a trailer for this video. The big, big Vivo push for this song. Also, another thing, fallacy in the lyrics. I fucking hate my birthday. I would not want any lady to make my, any other day like my birthday, because fucking birthdays suck. That's Why don't it. you guys hate your birthday? Birthdays are it's like dumb. A thing with, with guys, whereas girls, everyone, it's like a, it becomes a week long thing. Like, that's a whole nother thing. That's yeah, a whole other conversation. It's not unique at all. There's nothing unique about having a birthday. Everyone on this call ha is going to have one this year, and so you know. I think we're kind of humbug. I think we maybe stumbled into some some deep seated things yeah, that maybe are, are beyond our <laughs> our pay grade. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that. Um, well, yeah, we got to talk about tobacco. I, okay, we just one more. Yeah. 
Yeah, we got to talk about Eric Wareheim's because uh, it was definitely my favorite video of the week. And plus, the LA Music Video Festival ties of Eric Wareheim. Uh, this video is nuts. Uh, nuts. Colleen, yeah, Colleen it's my favorite it, too. Yeah, sure. Kelly mentioned it briefly mm -hmm. as 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 her needing to recover from it, which is which is great. <laughs> Accurate. Yeah, there's there's um, a couple different styles of Eric Wareheim videos. Uh, last year, his bu his bubble butt video, ev uh, everyone loved it, yeah. and um, uh, the bubble butt style of Eric Wareheim video seems like it's it could could almost have come from an episode of Tim and Eric Awesome Show. It's got a very similar vibe to like the stuff that they've previously <coughs> established. And and while later Tim and Eric seems to get darker and darker and there's some really weird dark stuff in Tim and Eric Billion Dollar Movie and some of the Tim and Eric stuff starts to get darker, none gets as dark as what some of Eric Wareheim's videos uh, get. Too. And this video is definitely one of them. It, it yeah, it's it's right on par with uh, with We Are Water by Health, which is right. yeah, definitely totally. the darkest he's done. But it's in that family of music. Yeah, videos. this is now darker. I think he's topped himself. I, it's uh... dark, yeah, because it's in a different way. It's like creepy instead of violent. Totally. Right. right. And he, you know, heaven forbid, he makes a, a full length horror film. Oh my god. I'm there. What would that I'm look there. like? I <laughs> so, this definitely has some horror elements it starts with like a like a weirdo guy I, I mean it's like you know Tim and Eric you, you talk about uh, I think Colleen mentioned his their ability to cast um, you know it's just amazing they find these people who you know who probably um, are, are, are a dime a dozen in LA people who want to be actors who would like never be in anything normal. Like this man in who begins this tobacco video is probably an actor, just would never, there's no roles for him except this role right here. Which, like, <laughs> yeah, this was made for him. <laughs> right, right. And, and, and Eric, where Tim and Eric have like this great ability to find like the perfect role for, you know, Palmer Scott suddenly becomes a sit on you guy who like otherwise, you know, is, it's not going to find any like real meaningful success in acting. Uh, that's really mean to say about Palmer Scott. Um, uh, but, you know, it, it gives them their big break, their big opportunity. And this kind of, kind of could represent that for this guy because he's this really creepy guy who owns like a massage parlor in this video. And it sets up as like a commercial for the massage parlor. You see like this really old, you know, box TV. And he's talking about how they're very serious about their work and they're a family business and it's really creepy. And then suddenly it just like, it, it moves to like him showing you what what it's like to get a massage at this place, and it's just batshit insane. People wearing masks, a lot of f full frontal nudity in like not a good way at all, male and female. Uh, you know, full and, no, and and it's funny because nobody really talked about any controversy there. There's ball, there's <laughs> there's penises and and balls and and boobs. They, nobody they cared. Exist. They're nobody on, they cared. are in this video. Well, because he didn't appropriate any cultures. Uh, there so, you go. <laughs> That's where so, we draw the line. <laughs> yeah, and, and so there's like people on massage beds and people facing the walls, and like you know, it's it's not even worth trying to kind of. They've got masks on. Describe and, yeah, the madness that that kind of ensues afterwards. If you're familiar at all with with any of uh, Eric Wareheim's music video work, you know that you know n none of you can't you can't know what to expect at all, and uh, it's just a super creepy video. And then yeah, it wraps right up again. Back to the commercial, back to this crazy gentleman talking about how serious they take their family business. And uh, and there you are. You're left with that video, my favorite video of the week, and yours, uh, Streaker by Tobacco, um, directed by Eric Wareheim. Colleen, did you have a – if you if you had to choose out of the list, favorite of the week, would you – do you have one, one that comes to mind? Yeah, you know, I'm a little torn. I – on initial thought, I definitely think the Streaker video is probably the most standout video of the week. I will admit that I was scared shitless when I watched it. <laughs> um, I had to turn it off a couple times and uh, watching it sitting at my desk at the office waiting for my boss to walk in being like, what are you watching, Colleen? <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, just to give him a shout out because I love these guys, the M&EK video... Yeah, I love Lamar yeah. and Nick. I they hold a very special place in our heart at LMBS. Like a little story about them. When they found out they were in the festival, they drove all night from Oklahoma to be in LA for the festival, and it was just really, it's really cool. So we've been sort of following their career, and 
to see them go from being in a student category to winning an MTV, you know, European video award to directing a video for somebody like this and getting signed. It's just kind of exciting. So a big shout out to them. I'm excited to be following their career still. That is a fantastic video and one that premiered on uh, BuzzFeed. Yeah, both both that and the duck sauce video premiered on BuzzFeed this week. And uh, another thing it's worth mentioning about that video, it's their first video that they did since being signed. So this is the first one that they did with their production company, Agile Films. And just one quick side note that uh, Lamar Nick's director of photography, Spencer Sakurai, um, who has DP'd, I think, almost every one of their videos, uh, made his directorial debut this week um, as director, director and director of photography for Wishlist by um, Helen Kelter Skelter. It's a great video. Um, and we'll put it in the uh, in the show list. Check it out. And just if anybody cares, of course, my number one video of the week is uh, um, "Senile" by Young Money, directed by Colin Tilly. <laughs> that is a good video. That is a great good. video. A good video. Um, uh, Young Money, or sorry, um, uh, Lil Wayne has the distinction, I think, of being the most f- like has the most like featured on songs credits in the database. It's either it's either him or Nicky, so Yeah, and and I'm looking at the list, it's seventy one, including two that are in production. Um oh. and he's he's a I don't wanna I mean, it's hard to bring it for seventy one videos. <laughs> um but sometimes he doesn't like bring his all, but like I don't know. Colin Tilly and uh, the whole crew and L- the London Alley crew just seemed everything just seemed to kind of gel in this video. I thought it was fantastic. I love the track too. I, I'm a big fan of Tiger or Tiger, however you say his name. And, and, and um, Nicki Minaj. Uh, well, everybody else knows what to say, but me. Hmm. Um, and Nicki Minaj dials it down significantly for this video, which I think um, makes a big difference. Anyway, I, I think she's great. I think she's a really great rapper, and I, you know. I think she, she's. It's nice she, to hear her rap. She rips <laughs> exactly. She does. as herself and not like a yeah. One, the Barbie doll. Yeah, or like one of her characters, like uh, mm-hmm. Timmy or whatever. Um, well, she embodies kind of like she uses the same kind of cadence as as uh, Tyga does, and then she kind of switches it to the classic Nikki flow. But um, uh, yeah, she she rips it. I like it. I like I like it a lot. So um, I think we're out of time. Thank you very much, Colleen, for joining us. Um, this was a lot of fun. Um, Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. I might invite myself back again. <laughs> yes, please do come back because this is awesome. And um, of thanks course, thanks for um, yeah, and thanks. Sorry, thanks for letting us plug the music video festival. Definitely, please. and and if you, we will put the link to Twitter and the Facebook and the site for you guys to follow the LA MVF news. Um, and what were the the deadlines are is April thirtieth for the early one, right? Right, and then if you become a without a box member, which is a pretty simple process, it's June first. So you've still got a lot of time, and well, tell your tell your friends, spread the word. We want all submissions of all different kinds. It's easy to sign up for without without a box. It's not any different than signing up for let's say IMVDB account. Yeah, um, exactly. Should, should you want to do that? <laughs> um, so check and that out. And you should. And we will, um, of course, keep everybody up to date as well um, on the site of the IM, uh, LAMVF dates and upcoming events. And we hope to be there this year, of course, in October. Um, you are all invited. Nice. Maybe we'll get, we'll get Adam to actually make the trip this year. Yeah, so I'm, not a sh- just me. I'm a shut-in, so I don't travel anywhere. Um, but anyway. We'll uh, get you there, Adam. We have to get you there. <laughs> I want to fly, yeah, I want to fly first class and be the um, the guest of honor. Got Sh- it. I wrote that down. I wrote it down. Don't worry. Shrimp, shrimp on ice, um, <laughs> with the with the good dipping sauce, uh, and a bucket of KFC. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>